Welcome to the Mammoth Games cast for the week of October 21st. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filter Record. How's it going? It is going, man. How are you? I've been having a kind of a semi-productive week, I guess. Um, kind of a kind of busy at work, but uh, looking forward to having some time at the end of this week to play uh, one of the games in particular that's coming out that we'll get to when we get to releases. But uh, during this week, um, primarily, uh, I guess I, I've spent a couple hours just kind of doing some side missions and stuff in uh, Control, the uh, Remedy game. Uh, it's from the same guys that made like Mad Max or Mad Max. That's wrong. Uh, Max no. Payne 1 and 2, and uh, Alan Wake games, of course. Hey. Um, yeah, so I've been kind of having some fun with that, running around, uh, just kind of gathering some. There's like... So there's like story mission powers that you have to get. So like I just got the ability to like hover for pretty long distances, mm -hmm. which is insanely useful, as you can imagine. And um, like that's one that you just get as part of the story. Everybody gets that, right? But there are additional things that you really only get if you go seek them out in these side missions. So that might be things that, like, um, you know, give you more, like, health or stamina or something. It might be things that allow you to do more damage. Or it might just be, all, like, outright new powers that not everybody gets, which is really cool. So there's, like, this ability you can get to kind of, like, psychically control enemies that are weakened. Um... Mm -hmm. Which is insanely good. So, um, yeah, I, I've been kind of just kind of cleaning up some of those. So, um, you know, looking at uh, you know looking at this game, um, let's say you know like people have never played any of mm -hmm. you know this, any of the previous any games of the, of the same previous, company. Yeah, yeah. How does that lend? I mean, um, it's definitely like it's like kind of a loose shooter it's not like super tight excellent intelligent controls or anything like it, it's you know your your aim is not especially good your um you know movement is not especially precise or whatever but the game's really more about the atmosphere and that's been true of you know alan wake which is kind of like a I, I don't know it's probably the best stephen king game that exists right yeah um so uh it's definitely something i recommend for anybody that's really into like kind of spooky environments like there's a recurring thing in the game that, uh, so like you're in this sort of federal bureau that has like haunted items basically, or like cursed objects. Right. And, uh, one of the things that occurs is that in this building, there are like places that they've used a particular haunted item to kind of protect areas. Mm -hmm. And it's this like pull cord for a light. So you'll like walk up to a story area where you're supposed to proceed through this room or whatever right right and there's like this it's just like a flat wall and there's like a pull cord so you pull it once and the lights kind of flicker and you pull it a second time and it like goes dark for a second and comes back and then you pull it a third time and you're in a motel huh and like you repeatedly go to the same motel and you have to like sometimes you just walk into a room and grab a key and move on but sometimes it's a little bit more complex and those times that it's more complex um sometimes you'll have to like solve a puzzle um, but there's a lot of different stuff you might have to do, but it like gets kind of creepy sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, the game is very atmospheric. Um, 
it's somewhat challenging, but most of the challenge is just in controls, which I think a lot of people that play like platformers or things like that will appreciate. That's like, you know, this is not especially difficult. It's just that if you jump off a ledge, you can't really recover and you die instantly, <laughs> you know? Mm. And the I, they could do better on quick saving and stuff, but overall I think they did a really good job on the game. For sure. It looks really cool. It looks, you know, like... Very vibey. Yeah, a, a, a game... It looks to me like a game that has long, like long since passed. And I know that sounds mm-hmm. weird, but... Like yeah, like it's when, not an open world game. Yeah, ba- I mean, back when, you know, some of the bigger games were, you know, and it fits for the season that we're in. That you know, were horror games that were yeah. exploration first and combat was kind of second. Mm-hmm. That's what. Yes, yeah, that's, that's definitely me true of. here. Yeah. Yeah, it, it reminds me of getting into. You know, like, okay, where can I go? How can I get into this room? I know it need like, I need this to be able to get into it, but I don't know where to find that. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, that's, this, this game like. definitely has that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know I would personally, um, I was set on passing on this. I knew you were, oh, you were going to be playing it. it. Yeah. yeah, heavy. So um, I, I think this might be a something I pick up for holiday. It looks really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks really fun. Kind of game that I'd like to... Yeah, I mean, they really did a great job on on what they were doing. It's like sort of a... I don't know. It's sort of like a... It's been related to like Twin Peaks weirdness. Yeah. Um, it's definitely got that. I, I think it's a really good get. Sure. Um, other than that, speaking of weird-ass stuff... Well, I guess I'll kind of skip around a little bit. Um, I don't really have a lot to say on it because I've really only done the prologue mm-hmm. uh, kind of tutorial mission. But uh, I've been playing the first Baldur's Gate on the Switch. Um, the controls are very strange. It's a it's a tough job to convert something that was a, especially an early, um, yeah, an early you know CRPG yeah. sort of point and clicky um, sort of you know group based turn based story based RPG of these old this old style. It is definitely kind of hard to translate that into a usable. Um, you know, switch handheld game. Right. Um, which you can tell, I think they did a really good job, but it's just insanely difficult challenge to be facing. Yeah. Um, I, so, I, think, I think the main controller, the joy cons, I don't think those are even the appropriate controller. No. To use for playing I mean, I've been using my pro controller for sure. Yeah. Uh, but even that is kind of, it's like, ugh, it's kind of, kind of tough. Yeah. But I, like I said, I don't have a lot to say on it. Um, I'm really excited to get into the story more. Um, obviously, this is like a legendary, like elder statesman of video games. So um, I'll report more on that as I get into it. But to kind of prep myself for this isometric, you know, story-based style of game, uh, I actually picked up a game that we missed the release of last week. Uh-huh. So kind of hitting uh, two birds with one stone here. Um, Disco Elysium, which is a very weird, again, I would say Twin Peaksy uh, vibe. Like, they're going for strangeness, and they're going for, like, uh, basically you, you're a police officer, and you kind of, like, create your character, and then you wake up, and you have complete amnesia, and you're, like, a drunk idiot, which is good. Oh, yeah. Uh, perfect. And... My Monday morning. Uh, 
you're trying to solve a murder, but you're also like in this world that you as the player don't understand. Um, and it's really interesting. Um, I've been having a really good time. There's like a, there's several little subplots in the area that I'm in right now. Um, and a lot of the game is still locked off to me cause they're kind of keeping you in a small zone. Right. And, um, it's, there's like a whole like union strike subplot going on. There's like, um, like I haven't been able to get the body down from the tree where it was lynched. <laughs> So, like, right. uh, there's all kinds of, like, side plot shit going on, and it's super interesting. Um, I guess I'll just leave that body hanging out there. <clears throat> right. It's, I think it's 40 bucks on Steam, if I remember right. And it's, I mean, a lot of people are saying, like, this is the best of the isometric revival games to come out. And even comparing, like, Divinity. Really? Uh, so, uh, it's really good. This game is, like, no combat. It's... I mean, even the, the the combat that does take place takes place within dialogue options. So you'll be like, I pull out my gun and like hit the guy on the head with it. And then it's like you make a roll to see if you're going to succeed in doing that. This seems and you like may or may not. It's similar to those games, but it's completely different. Right. It's a it's an evolution. It's like a different uh, evolutionary uh, track. That's yeah, like it's a, track a lot of those games combat. went into like tactical stuff because right. they thought... I mean, in a lot of cases, they thought correctly that that was sort of what those games were trying to do, and they just didn't have the tool set to do it. And, uh, you know, it's... This is the opposite track, where it's like, oh, actually, those were about world-building and story and, uh, you know, random, like, challenge, like, dice checks. Which is, I think, done really well. For sure. <clears throat> so how long is this game looking to be? Pretty long? You buoy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let me look up time to beat. Yeah, I mean, it... It looks really long. Okay. And every day at the end of the... Like, a day takes place in... Uh, okay, a colossal game that can take up to 90 hours. Wow. I didn't... Uh, you have that. to play through the game three times to see all the story branches. Okay, so is it considering you're playing through three times in 90 hours? No. Okay. Uh, apparently, the main game is expected to be about 60 hours. Damn. No one has beaten it and uploaded their time to howlongtobeat.com yet. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. 2% wow. of people that are signed up for it have quit. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's been the one I think I've been... That and Control are the ones I'm putting the most time into. Um, Disco Elysium is one that you'll go for like a 30 or 40 minute segment of just text talking, like story and shit. Yeah. So it's not something that I would recommend to everybody for that reason. Like you have to be a very particular type of player to be super into like, you know, a 45 minute chat log. Right, right. Where at the end you go, huh, well, I guess I don't know anything about that and you walk away. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you'll be able to do something about this in, you know, 70 hours. I mean, some of the some of the missions even say things like, you know, um, this, uh, like, it'll be a mission that's like, hey, look into whatever. And then in parentheses it says, this will take a long time. So they're, like, telling you, hey, don't, like, book your entire game experience on this mission because it's going to take forever. So it's, it's really fascinating uh, game. But... 
I'll have to do a little bit more before I have anything definitive on it, but I'm definitely enjoying it so far. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Hell yeah, cool. brother. And if that wraps up for you, I haven't been doing anything. I haven't been doing anything nice. more. I've been playing Session, knocking out the daily challenges. Um, been playing a little bit of Apex here and there. Not too much, kind of just waiting it out until we can get some of the Halloween spookiness underway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I am wrapping up. <coughs> I, I thought I was going to be done with it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turns out that there was uh, a bit more than I thought. Mm. Um, Interesting. I do continue to think that like it, it, it's a little unfortunate but it's mm. just like the gun drop has been really weak. Yeah, I remember you were saying that last time too. And it's and it's continuing to be like I'll get a legendary and it'll be good, and then I mm-hmm. won't get another legendary or something as good for like mm-hmm. like eight to ten levels. Damn. So I'll still be sitting on a level a gun that's level twenty five, and I'm over here at like thirty five. And yeah. now I'm hitting forty five, and my thirty five guns are still sitting there, and I'm having to get rid of them for like blue and green tier weapons. And I'm swapping right. those out really fast, and they're really bad. That's not great. <clears throat> so yeah, that is ruining the experience. Um, but the story's been fun. There's been a lot of like twists that I'm like, holy shit, I, I didn't expect that at all. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the gameplay is the same. The the areas are huge, though. Like, yeah, I didn't expect them to be as big as they are. They're- yeah, I know that was one of the one of the main things that they really wanted to do was expand the scope of the game. Mm-hmm. So, sounds like they were successful in that. Yeah, the levels are really, really big. So, uh, and it, it it's grown. The, like, the way that... The, the game just feels um, like the risk is higher than it was in the first game. Mm-hmm. You know, in the first game, you were like, oh, man, this is, like, I, I don't know if we can beat whatever is going to be inside of this vault. Right. And now it's like, we have to beat whatever inside of this next vault. Because if we don't, this... Earth shitty, dies. Yeah, this shitty area <laughs> that we live is going to be full, fully destroyed, and everyone's going to be dead on it. Yeah. But sometimes cool. I'm like, does that even matter? Like, most of the people this that This place sucks, and bandits. fuck all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. I'm hoping to have this wrapped up uh, before um, the prominent game that we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. uh, here in the game's releasing because I want to uh, sink as much time into that as I possibly can. Still unsure Correct. how I'm going to play that. But, um, but, yeah, with all that, let's go ahead and hop into games releasing. Uh, For sure. These ones are releasing between October 21st and 27th. Um, Yeah, go ahead. You can pick it up. All right, so we're starting out with a kind of cosmic horror, almost Cthulhu-esque game, I guess. Um, It's called Moons of Madness, which I do believe is based off of a uh, H.P. Lovecraft title. Um, Not 100% sure about that, but... And my butt cheeks. Uh Uh-huh. Right, the Moon of Madness. You look right into it; it drives you. Do mad. not look upon it. Um, so it's coming out for PS4, Xbox, and PC. It's like a space walk uh, sim, I guess. 
Okay. Uh, you're kind of doing like a spacewalk, but there's like some fucked up weird shit going on. Uh, it's, you know, typical shit you'd expect. Are you Matt Damon, is what I need to know. Uh, yeah, you're definitely Matt Damon, you're and Matt you Damon. do grow potatoes out of your own shit. Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really exciting. Shit-tatoes. Really exciting stuff here, folks. Shit-taters. Shark-tatoes. <laughs> I would watch that. It's like Sharknado, but with poops <coughs> and potatoes. Yeah. So, Sharknados, but with poops and potatoes. Oh, that rhymes really well. It does. We so, can um, turn this into something. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, looks like kind of a cool game. It reminds me a lot of... Um, what was the game where they... Uh, uh, you're like on a sp- uh, like spacewalk and your spaceship gets fucked up and you die? Spoiler alert. <laughs> There's a lot of them like that. So uh, It looks um, dead spacey a little bit. It does look a little dead spacey. I think you're really not going to be interacting in combat. You're mostly going to be fleeing. Right, right. Um, but it looks super interesting. It looks like it'll definitely be one where I'm like, takes me forever to beat the game because I'm so scared. <laughs> definitely. This this yeah. would be, a, looks like it would be a really fun like VR game. Hell yeah. Yeah. Missed opportunity. Maybe I don't know if I'm something. ready for that, though, to yeah. be real. Oh, I, I don't know if it's as much you're not ready if, as if your underwear is not ready. The fucking, my underwear is definitely not ready, I can tell you that. Yeah. With 100% confidence. The things that, that it's seen, it's not, it's not ready. No. Um, Never will be. And looking uh, next, we have for just PS4 from Falcom, Trials of Cold Steel 3. Um, yes, Grim's going to be Grim was, this. yeah, he would be super into this if he still had a PS4. Correct. Grimothy Allen. Jesus. Huh? Yeah, there it is. That's what I was hoping for. I've never played a Trial of the Cold Steel game. No, yeah, I haven't either. Um, they seem really interesting, but I have definitely heard that they're, like, still pretty dated. And it's like, well, you know, they could have done better to upgrade here and here and here, but they didn't. So, I don't know. I, I'll, it's okay. something that I'm interested in. Like, if they make a triple pack or something, I would be interested in picking that up. Yeah. But I just haven't seen enough to hook me for now. Yeah. Yeah, I think they could do a little bit better explaining what the game Correct. is. Uh, because at this point, it just looks like a generic JRPG. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. There's other things I need to put my time into. Rather, There's than other JRPGs that yeah. I would want to put my time into rather than this, you know? So. There's already two or three other games that we've talked about today that I would yeah. rather put time into than this. Yeah. Um, They've definitely got some catch-up to do, but it's... I mean, they're on the third, so like I said, I think it'd be really smart to release a triple pack um, just to kind of let people get on board from the beginning till now, you know? Yeah, I would say release that triple pack and mm. then, you know, like, hey, we're going to have the heavy update coming to, you know, next-gen consoles. So get on board with that. Right. Yeah. I'm just trying to help. All Marketers, right. call me. Yeah. So are are we are we gonna wreck a video game? I think we should wreck a video game. Yeah, I mean it's this is something that like as somebody that does reviews and like you know somebody that knows a lot of people that work in the video game industry and stuff, you'd never want to be like, hey, this is bad, and everyone that worked on it should feel bad. No. But unfortunately, in this case, you do want to be like that. See, I don't want to be like that because the people. Okay, maybe. But I don't know, dude. It's <laughs> this it, is a really bad one. This one's really bad. Um, so yeah, and it's, it's like a unique case, and it's something that we've been talking about for a really long time. Uh, and what mm-hmm. we're talking about coming out on Tuesday the twenty second for 
pretty much everything from 2K, mm-hmm. WWE, 2K20. Right. Um, so they have a trailer that doesn't that kind of of course their trailer is going to highlight, right? It's going right. to make it look as good. Show as the it best of the best. Can. Um, but even the best of the best, looking at it, looks really rough. Really bad. Um, so the story here is this game was done by one team. And now it's switched to kind of being worked on by a, another external team. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was an article. There's several articles published about this. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing a bunch of cool stuff. They're doing like a Halloween pack that's coming out right away. Um, cool. And it's like kind of highlighting some of the more creepy things. They're putting some undead characters in there. You know, some off the wall stuff that doesn't really need to be in there if you're in yeah just like some goodies yeah here's some fun stuff because yeah. wrestling does that there's you know finn balor has uh, a persona called the demon bray wyatt has a persona called the fiend um mm-hmm. you know every, and they kind of lend to that spookier yeah thing well um all that stuff's cool but i hear that they changed a lot of their uh they changed a lot of their like gameplay mechanics too not a lot but things that'll confuse people who've been playing for a while and Mm -hmm. that's not what you want you do want to change things for the better but you don't want to change it just so it confuses you don't want to yeah make a change that effectively alienates people yeah it's like okay cool uh so this button used to punch b used to punch well we're gonna move it to a yeah that seems like a there's like no reason to do that there's no reason to do that um so there's been a lot of problems and you can look on Twitter, you can look on Reddit, you can find some of these things. Um, this Reddit piece that we're watching right now on the live stream shows a, uh, an NXT superstar named Bianca Blair. Uh, mm-hmm. She has a super long braided ponytail and she comes out swinging it. 2019, the physics were fantastic. I mean, they were mm-hmm. fantastic, but they were much It was better. fantastic for what will happen in the future, yeah. Yeah, 2020, this was, like, we're harking back. Calling it a PS2 game would mm-hmm. be, I think, a high, Overly a kind. high praise. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is like PS1 graphics. There's Jesus. no sort of, or animations. There's no sort of, like, even the keyframes are bad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even fall properly. It's um, all bad. Looking at the roster, most of them just look like geometry that has a like kind of like dumbed down version of people's face over it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's ones that you can't mess up. You can't mess up John Cena. You can't mess up Hulk Hogan. You can't mess up Undertaker. But I look at characters that are listed up here, like Candice LeRae. Hers is really bad. Um, Dust, uh, Dusty Rhodes, his looks up even too small for his fucking head. Mm-hmm. It's weird. And even ones that should be uh, easily pointed out, like um, Kurt Angle or Round, Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle doesn't even look like Kurt Angle. It's yeah. really rough. Um, the Ronda Rousey one really fucks me up. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, you know, it, it does... Th we've been talking about this for... I've been talking about it for a long time. These 2K games, these EA games, they need to, like, stop. And they need to figure out what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And sending your product to a different team that did I, clearly yeah. a worse job. You're looking at this and you said, okay, it's ready to go. Really? Hold I on. mean, the the hair thing, like, okay, if you can't get that to work, don't have that be the intro. Like, there, there's just, like, little things that, like, any... I don't... It's, it's not, like, scope creep or something that, you know, something that's, like, forgivable that's, like... We just had so much stuff that we never really got a chance to hard focus down on any particular one thing. It's, like... It, professionals don't release a product looking like this. Right. 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 This, like... It's beyond, like... It's... A, a little fuck-up here or there. You know what I mean? No, it's fully unacceptable. Yeah, it's it's, it's unacceptable. Yeah. Exactly. You, you can't... You cannot, like... To me... Charge I, money for this. I look at this and I say, okay, hold on, they're charging money. And then I go, hold on, they're charging how much money? 60 bucks. This is not, like, a $10 game. Yeah. And then on, like, on top of that, it... It's just it's straight up. It's just lazy. Like, yeah, it's just it's just bad. Or and this this is where we get to the danger zone of like, I typically you know I don't want to say like, oh lazy devs right? right right because like typically it's a really hard job. Right, it's a lot of moving pieces. A lot of work, a lot of moving pieces. One person is not ever responsible for any given thing except in really small projects. Right, but in this case, it is like okay, dude, this is lazy. No, like, there should have been... There's zero excuse for this kind of stuff. There should have been someone who said, okay, I'm looking at this as a whole. I've watched people sit down and play This is fucking matches. unacceptable. This does not represent our fucking company. Right. There is and no it, way. And someone sat down, looked at this, and said, okay, this does represent our company. Part of my thing, too, is that, like, this is bad to the point of, like, they've had several, like, and by several, I mean, you know, several years worth of bad games in a row. Right, right. right. That are just jokes to people. And it's like, is there a threat of WWE pulling the license? And being like, this is so fucking horrific that I'm not willing to let you guys continue to pursue this. I, I would like to say that WWE would step in and say that, but I don't think they will. I mean, this, is, this, this is, is a company that is very protective of their brand. Oh, very, very. Typically. But, th like, the, the people who, like, lead this company... Mm. This is a, a, a side thing. You know what I mean? This is all like, okay, this is fan service, pretty much. Right. Yeah, this is this is just a little bit of icing on top of like, hey, our fans kind of like to see a game from this every once in a while, so sure. Right, Whatever. right. But I do think 2K should realize what they're dealing with. You know what I mean? They have, yeah. I mean, how many good games does 2K put out? Like, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> like, I, I can't, like... 2K is a parent company. Right. At the end of the day. Um, yeah, they can. They have um, Take-Two. So, all the the uh, GTA. Uh, right. Well, uh, Rockstar games. They have um, Borderlands they put out this year. Right, right. Yeah, but, I mean, that's like... They're kind of like a... Yeah, I mean, they're the, public, they're the publisher. But, like, how many big games do they put out? that have a yearly release. I think there's two. There's two. Yeah, NBA. EA, EA holds the rest. WWE and EA. Yeah. 
So, so I, I can't believe they're willing to take risks on this kind of show. So, wh- why couldn't they be, since they don't have nine, com- you know, nine different games or whatever? Why mm-hmm. can't they be the ones that go, okay, look, we fucked up here. Um, why don't we go ahead and just stop releasing the games yearly? We'll work on roster updates. Keep the game coming out. We'll keep it part of our main, com- you know, our main uh, team. And we'll just move forward with that. Yeah. Like, that would be so good to say, okay, cool. Here's the update for, you know, um, for WWE, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. It doesn't even matter. Um, mm-hmm. You could continue calling it 2K20. And then you could do 2K22, 2K24, right. 2K26. You know, do every two years or do every five years. Um you know, with heavy updates. Like, mm-hmm. look at Warframe. Warframe fully reinvented yeah. their fucking self. Correct. And they're, compared to WWE, they're nothing. Yeah. In comparison. I mean, like, yeah, as, as far as, like, branding goes, as far as name recognition goes, like, it might as well not exist. Yeah, if right? you say WWE, it... Everybody knows what you're talking everybody about. Everybody knows what you're talking about. You're like, oh, okay, even if they're not a fan. They haven't... I've never watched a WWE match. Right. <laughs> I know what WWE is. Exactly. It just, so, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, Very could, it could be a lot better. And I really like what they're doing with the NBA 2K stuff. Like, hey, cool, we're bringing in this, like, story mode that you yeah, can... Yeah, digging like, into, like, career modes and stuff like move that. Through. Yeah, yeah. You can start as, like a, like, a kid or a young, you know, aspiring basketball player and working your way through college or whatever. They can mm-hmm. do a lot of cool stuff. Could you imagine a basketball game that's like bully mixed with basketball. That'd be amazing. Yeah, you have to go to class, you have to do your shit, you have, you know, then you practice. Um, Imagine a WWE game where you are coming up through the ranks. Yeah. And like, you know, you're in a little place in like Dayton, Ohio, and you have to like work your way up to these big rings. Yeah, they can work with... That'd be awesome. (laughs) Work with Ohio Valley. They can work with the, you know, the training center here. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much that you can do. Yep. And they're just not... So far, what they've been capable of is taking a massive shit in the bed. Yeah. Like, there's this video of Natalia... Her mouth, what she's saying, doesn't even match her movement. Mm-hmm. And her body movement just cycles again. She does this yes. like finger wave, and she like puts a hand. Oh god! On her when head the, when she pull. like it's when really it like bad. teleports her to the side is so bad. Yeah, yeah. God Not damn even it! Close. Not it's totally unacceptable. So in a modern game, yeah. For me, it's it's pretty rare when we're talking about a game to say. Okay. Hey, look. Here's something. Here's something good about this game that's looking pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything good to say about this game, and I, more so, I would probably say, do not spend money on this. Yeah. If, if there's ever been a really good time, if you're a wrestling fan, to say like, like you know, let your wallet say what your mouth's trying to say because they're mm-hmm. not going to listen to you. Now's that fucking time. Do Correct. not buy this game this year. Like. Just stick to the game that you may have had previously. I'm a big wrestling fan. I don't play the wrestling games because I think I've thought they've all been bad since mm-hmm. P- like the PlayStation Two. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's it's rough, but 
maybe something will happen after this. That's what I'm. That's the best thing that I can. Uh, yeah, maybe this for. would be this will be a bad enough case that they have to do something and they can't ignore it. Yeah, like I'm hoping that they see this, they hear what people are saying, and not only that, the wallet gets hit. You know what yeah. I mean? And they go they actually oh, do oh, something shit. that they have to listen to. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of like basically wrestling is a fucking novella where people punch people in the face right that's all it is novella might be strong (laughs) right there's a lot of uh a lot of conflict and drama and storytelling Mm -hmm. and that and and it all just culminates with someone hitting someone else in the face correct and that's that's how is that for a video game right? right you tell a story then there's you know the conflict the fight Right. The story, lead-in, conflict, resolution. Right. Video like, game. Yeah, there it is. That's all you need for basically a video game. It's just about laying the stuff out kind of, you know, correctly. In an interesting way, right? Right. And I think the hardest part for them is figuring out how to do all of these things that they want to do mechanically mm-hmm. with something like a controller. Right. A limited... Uh... But that's control or whatever. But it's like they're they're not failing on, you know. It's not like the game is failing on like oh well you know it was interesting or whatever. But like the storytelling really wasn't there for me. Blah blah blah. It's like they were incapable of making the character walk to the left in a realistic manner. Right, right. And it, you know, like looking back, the reason that I don't even like these games anymore is because there is there's an end. It there's mm-hmm. a time when it's done. My whole life that I've been watching wrestling. There is never, it's never been, been over. There's never yeah. been an end, and there's no. It's kind of inside. a sales pitch. More so, yeah. it's it's branching out. We're getting different kinds of wrestling that don't have an end. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's not something WWE's concerned with. But like, the game does end. Your year's over. There it is. Right. Cool. Do you, if you want to start back over or do something else, you, now you can do it. But like. I think it was probably SmackDown 2 back on PlayStation 1. You mm. could play with another friend who has their created character in your game. And you guys can play for fucking ever. As long as yeah. you want it. Hey, I feel like going for this title. And then you progress down that route. Beat the people that, you know... Current, that, current that, title holders or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that, that are in the contention for it. And then randomly, other people... And it's not even hard for programming, I don't think. It can't be mm-hmm. hard to say, okay, now this is the guy that wants to go for the title. If you're the champion, this guy comes out and calls you out and, you know, mm-hmm. or beats you up backstage or whatever, you know, whatever storytelling thing. Yeah, there's a lot that you can do here. There's so much, and they're just squandering all of it. Yeah. So, hopefully, hopefully financially, this is eye-opening for uh, 2K and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I guess 2021. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, but damn, just watching it is so brutal. It's it's rough. It looks so bad. Yeah. Damn. So, uh, all right, yeah, we're gonna jump over that. into yeah. This is really uh the week of the grim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on Switch, we are gonna see the release on Thursday, the twenty fourth of Cat Quest Two, from uh, Studio Gentle Bros. Gentle. Bros. I like that. I like. That. Um. So. Um. Recently in London, there was a uh, like gaming event 
Mm-hmm. Um, Grim lets me know. 20 seconds ahead of it, time. I think it was probably <laughs> about 12 hours ahead of time. Yeah. Um, well, that's better than nothing, I guess. So, uh, well, I mean, not enough time Slightly. for me to get him a, you know, a shirt or any uh, sort of MGI promotional materials and right. a, a badge, but he, he bought his own. Um, and he met with these guys. He met with CatQuest. Very um, cool. And uh, he talked with them, kind of burned them to the ground a little bit while talking to them. <laughs> Insanely good. <laughs> Which was really cool. I wish he would have got that on film. That's As well, I really wish he would have... Uh, like held his phone upright or sideways for the entirety of the fucking video that he real had. boomer hours over here because uh, switching it back and forth does not lend to the old YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the questions that he was asking was really good. Uh, so you know, there's a an Xbox event coming up in London, so we're gonna look into that and maybe we'll have some information. But he did speak with these guys, and they. Um, uh, we were talking about how you know how can we help them promote their game because um, Cat Quest it is an indie game it it's kind of fun people like cats yeah um, and I mean not only that but like we've already given them so much free like buzz marketing that oh yeah we've <laughs> talked about Cat Quest like, a lot <laughs> yeah so uh, and, and I mean most of it might have been just kind of like poking fun at Grim but he does yeah mostly he, to make fun of Grim with he he does really enjoy this game so yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna speak with these guys more, and we may have some exclusive scre- streams of Cat Quest Two or uh, awesome. something f- moving forward. Um, so, you know, keep an eye out for that, uh, as well as some information about, um, uh, you know, the upcoming London event that uh, we're gonna send Grimothy Allen to. No. <laughs> yeah. All right, but yeah, Cat Quest 2 coming to uh, Switch. I really thought you were going to say Cat Quest Fever. Oh. <gasps> dun, dun, Let's pitch dun, him, dun. Let's pitch him Cat funny. Quest Fever. The, the thrilling squeakle? Yeah, it's 4v4. You make your own cat? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm kind of down with that. That's kind of cool. All right, so uh, okay. let's move on to something else that we're equally not interested in. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so this is going to be big. I mean, I have people at work that are like, they'll hear that I'm talking about a game with somebody and they're like, hey, what do you think about, you know, have you been following? And I'm like, no. Absolutely not. No, 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 Who no. Who do you no. think you're talking to? But on Friday, uh, October 25th, coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC from Activision, uh, we have... Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, don't ask yes. yourself what year this is because this is, I we guess, don't know. that fucking game <laughs> remade. Yeah, let's do it again. I mean, it was fine the first eight times. So. But how much money did it earn us? Oh, that much? Okay, can we get yeah, half yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we can get half of that. So my only question here is, are we doing no Russian again or what? Probably. I imagine <laughs> the whole... Uh, that should be the entire game. I don't know. I yeah, mean, so I, it's I get it. It's it's kind of it's one of the fan fave games. Yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah. people really like when they talk about it. Like, oh man, I haven't played a Call of Duty since Modern Warfare. That gets those people immediately back in the running, mm-hmm. right? That's the that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But it's like I don't know. What are they going to do? They're going to have to tell a really good story. But the story mm-hmm. was already built. Mm-hmm. So what is you have to tell happen? a really good story again? So they are doing a. I, I'm from what I've heard, they're doing a different thing. 
it's not just hey we're doing this again mm-hmm. um they're trying to do some different stuff they're kind of altering the story they're altering some perspectives they're going to reuse some characters that were some fan favorites in the past of course um but yeah primarily it is you know hey we're doing this again Ugh. you guys into it <laughs> you know um which i guess that's fine like that is how you make some money so yeah i uh. guess but it's not just like a remake i mean it's not a uh, a remaster right it's a full remake yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's it's, it's kind of odd i think and they yeah. did do the remastered version recently it does look fantastic the character's face faces yeah, I look mean, really good the animations sure. are good you know it, you know yep <laughs> but it is just another call of duty it's just their yearly call of duty it, just they're kind of looking back right. i guess and that's kind of i mean they've they've had kind of less success with when they were trying to do stuff like uh what was it, advanced war or infinite warfare is that the sci-fi one sure yeah. um you know where people were kind of talking some trash so they're like all right we're gonna hit you with what you fucking want well there's always been three different versions there's the you know the um what was it sledgehammer um, yeah sledgehammer infinity, infinity ward, ward and uh and... raven is now one of them yeah it used to be a, another one i think raven and sledgehammer used to work together a lot yeah i i can't i can't remember exactly yeah. but um yeah it's I, I don't know so those other two have always kind of talked smack about the one mm-hmm. that's coming out the the fans at least right um but I don't know. I think they just kind of, um, especially with this, looking at them going, oh, well, let's go back to Modern Warfare. I, I feel like they're out of um, stories to tell. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I don't think they had, I don't think they had anything. Or if they did, they were in a really early stage of it. Yeah, I think actually they were working on another game and then that studio kind of got pushed back a year. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be the next one we see was what would have been coming out this year, which is sort of an interesting story i guess um doesn't paint them in a particularly good light or anything but no but it, know, it is better just how it goes that. sometimes it is yeah. better for that game though i mean rather right. than trying to shit out something that's half-baked mm-hmm. all right and we'll move on to uh we'll move on to the last two here uh the first one would be uh again friday the 25th for ps4 from sony medieval yeah so again another kind of weird remake i don't know who was out here clamoring for it but here it is i mean a lot of people were really a lot of these a lot of people out here that were big uh you know fans and they started you know they started heads they started with (laughs) sony you know for a lot of people now and i know it's it's weird for me to say but their first systems were probably playstation one right and they really liked a lot of those games. And I think the people who are clamoring for this are the same people who are clamoring for things like, um, you know, that were clamoring for, uh, uh, like, Crash, Crash Team Racing, mm-hmm. Spyro. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting because, like, indie games have gone to, like, NES, Super NES level, but they haven't gone back to the kind of ps1 era stuff mm-hmm. like that stuff is just not being made there's there's nothing to kind of fill that void i guess uh-huh so that could definitely it leaves a hole in the market that is hey what if we went and started redoing these but you know do them as good as we can with all the modern tech and shit 
Yeah, um, and I it's mean, definitely an interesting idea. It's good. Uh, like they're getting, uh, you know, they're getting that market for sure. They're getting new mm. people looking at this, and um, you know, a lot of these games are just fucking silly. They're goofy games. Yeah. Because um, they know they're working with some severe limitations, so it's like, hey, we're just going to be fun. We're just going to have a, a weird time with this one, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, completely remade. Um, just goofy time, pretty much. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if this is your jam, I guess... Uh, it, it's not necessarily mine, but mm-hmm. I never was a big medieval person. Um, right. But, you know, this is definitely for some people. Most mm-hmm. definitely. Cool. And then uh, the game that we've been hinting at that we're waiting on uh, and that we're trying to wrap up curtain games so we can play this uh, yes. would be uh, coming out um, on PS4, PC, and Xbox One for Game Pass. Ten fucking dollars. Oh, yeah. You can play this day one from Obsidian. The Outer Worlds. Damn, it's looking so good. Like they've continued to roll out a lot of like pre-release content, I guess. Oh yeah. And uh, it's I, I've seen some like little short gameplay trailers from Game Informer and people like that, and it's it's just looking so fucking good, dude. Yeah, you, I mean, you do have to be careful. There's like 25, I'm so happy. Twenty-five minutes of the first or the first twenty-five minutes of gameplay, or first like that's hour a little spoily. Yeah, it, that's a bit too spoily. I did watch um, something on Game Informer of him playing for 25 minutes mm-hmm. just running but around just doing dumb shit just yeah. doing dumb stuff yeah um, i think that was intentional to like not spoil anything but it's, it comes across as hilariously like inept so in this game you can kill everything and everybody mm-hmm. almost everyone there's like very few people that you uh, yeah, the game's trying not to that, limit you on yeah that. so if you kill somebody it's like boom those quests are gone or boom someone else will show up and give you those quests mm-hmm um, so Very it gives good. you the option to play this however you want. Are you, uh, per, personality-wise, are you a good person? Are you a no. bad person? Yep. Are you somewhere in between? Nope. Um, the <laughs> gameplay that I saw, uh, the dude was, uh, and I quote, the crudgeler. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Is that like the stupid guy playthrough no it was the villain playthrough and he had a crudgel and he would just beat the fuck out of everybody with a crudgel my favorite was he walked into this room and there were three people in this room four people technically but one of them was a uh well are are we counting the crudgel as a person i am Okay, so there it's was... The, it's the cursed object that gives the player his animus. So there was the player and his crudgel. There was the boss, two henchmen, and then someone nice. you can get a, 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 like on your team, right? Hmm. Yeah. He walks, sneaks into the room, crudgel above his head, ready to strike, right? It's, it's dun, dun, literally dun, dun, he's pressed the button dun, and held to attack. Dun, as he gets close, the guy turns the fuck around and goes, Oh, hello. Oh and the dude has a crudgel above Jesus his fucking head. Jesus Christ. And they have this whole conversation, long conversation, about With it this held mission, above his head. With it held above his head. And as soon as they get out, he bashes the guy in the fucking skull. Jesus Christ. Everyone in That's the room really good. Out. That's the, insanely good. The person that can join your team, he got her on his team before he bashed the guy in the head. And she's oh like, my oh my god, and she's shooting all these guys. And after, she's like, what did we do? You're a fucking psycho. I need to get away from you. I need some time away. And she, like, walks <laughs> off, right? And he just, meanwhile, crudgled the entire room. 
That's super good, dude. And then he continues on to go do his mission. So he was all stealth good. and strength. He would be like sneaking around because he wanted, and, and he would just crudgel him in the kneecaps. Jesus Christ, that's so good. So, ah, man, I can't wait to see what kind of dumb shenanigans I'm going to get into in this game. So mm-hmm. we're, I, I feel like we're going to have some good stories from this one. So, and that, I mean, you know, that is what these are all about. Like, Making this is from the guys right. that did um, Nice Old Republic Two insanely good mm-hmm. and uh fallout new vegas like as people kind of ask me about because i'll, I'll kind of describe the game to them or whatever and i'm they're like okay what else did these guys do and i'm like well <laughs> uh they're extremely good at making sequels they're really good at making like cult favorite Squeakles. sequels right yeah i and mean for some people new vegas is their favorite fallout game of all time right and i mean they're 100 percent right they're, i mean <laughs> in my opinion it's yeah. It was definitely fun for me. It wasn't as fun as I think three, but I, it was I like, still really good. Like, it's one that I think was better than three, but I played three more. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, to me, uh, the decisions didn't lend for me the way that they had the decisions. Because they were a little too out. comedic. Yeah. It was. Um, I, I just I didn't like that feeling of, um, you know, like. If I side with this person, this other person's going to hate me completely, and I'm hoping this is yeah. not like that. There's it probably no will be. It probably will be, and I'll probably dislike that, but that's kind of a personal thing for me. Yeah. I know I'll still have fun. But, but yeah. I like it a lot. I can tell you that. Yeah, th- this is this is going to be ridiculous. Um, the There's a lot of co- comedy in here, for sure. Yeah. You can already see it. So... Um, yeah, stay tuned, definitely, from us for more on the Outer Worlds. Yeah, we'll probably be... That'll be probably the main focus of our conversation next week. I imagine, yeah. All cool. right, and uh, yeah, so we did have, um, you know, the two games basically that I called out uh, that we missed last... Well, realistically, we probably missed 100 games last week, but the notable ones were, of course, Disco Elysium, I believe, came out on the uh, 15th, and uh, obviously Baldur's Gate... Uh, enhanced edition on Switch. Uh, actually, I think it came out on like PS4, Xbox One, a uh, bunch of stuff other than PC uh, came out on the same day, uh, the fifteenth last week. So yeah. we've covered those. Um, I'll be reporting back more on Disco Elysium. Kind of, it's definitely a tough one because like it, it's not something that just right out the gate you'd say, oh yeah, this is for me, right? So right. I'm, I'm going to try to continue to kind of give more info on that just to kind of help people see if it's you know something they're after or not so definitely and as always guys if there is something we missed let us know uh over on twitter uh at mammoth games inc you also go over there and know when we go live and see uh you know a different kind of news than we throw around on our facebook which we yeah. do appreciate that too facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc it's where we talk about most of the stuff that we talk about here yeah we talk about it over there first um yep so uh, go ahead, join the conversation. We'd uh, like to chat with you. All the likes, comments, and shares are appreciated. But uh, yeah, let's jump right into the weekly news. For sure. So uh, starting out with, I for some reason, I feel like we've mentioned this before, but I can't find any proof of that. We mentioned something like this before. It wasn't this, though. Okay. Yeah, we mentioned um, the little yellow one who has the crank on the side. That, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. So, we've got another kind of, I don't know, niche 
gaming device. Yeah. But this one, I, I think, is a lot more exciting. Uh, the Analog Pocket. Um, Analog, which is the company that made the Super NT and the Mega SG. Mm-hmm. So that would be a Nintendo and Sega uh, premium retro consoles. <laughs> has announced the Analog Pocket. The new handheld device follows in the footsteps of the Super NT and Mega SG systems in that it allows you to play retro games that you already own natively with no emulation, but also adds several new features to help make this a more unique product. The Analog Pocket works out of the box with nearly 3,000 cartridges from the libraries of Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advanced. Additionally, you can get cartridge adapters that allow you to play other handheld uh, game system games like the Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket, and Atari Lynx. That's crazy. Um, so the analog pocket sort of looks like a uh, mix of a Game Boy Color and like an early iPod Touch. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a Zune, actually. <laughs> it does look like an off-brand uh, like MP3 player from 1905. Yeah. Um, so it has a 3.5-inch, 615 points per inch LCD screen with 10 times the resolution of the original Game Boy. Uh, the team behind it claims that it's the most advanced screen to ever appear on a video game system so it has, of that size. So it has 10. <laughs> Correct. 10 times the resolution. So the resolution's 10, is what you're telling me. Basically, yeah. It's like 11. <laughs> um, on top of that, all the buttons on the system are mappable, and the sound comes through stereo speakers or a standard uh, you know, headphone jack, 3.5 millimeter. 3.5, yeah. um, the system also has a micro SD slot, an original-style link plug, so you can... You know, connects between systems to do trades and shit. That's uh, awesome. And a rechargeable battery using the pretty much currently standard USB-C. God damn, does it come with that uh, original style link? It, it does not come with the link. Cable, that's no. messed up. Not that I've seen, I guess. It Those needs, are it needs easy one. to get. Is they, it? I mean, there was, there's a bunch of off-brand versions of that that have been made that are very easy to yeah, get now. I hope so. That's important. That's the whole po- reason for a Pokemon game. I mean, what are you going to do? Play the whole thing without a Alakazam? Right. Okay, that, well, this is where you just, like, me as a kid, I didn't really have, like, groups of friends that were playing the games or anything, so I would just kind of, I would just have two Game Boy Colors, and I would, or I kept my Game Boy Color, and then I got a Game Boy Advanced, so I would just connect the two and trade between my own games very pathetically. Like, your your, your cousin didn't play any of these? My cousin did, but I lived in a different state. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, like, it was always just me playing. You should have told him brutal. to mail him your Game Boy. Hey, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> mail me your Game Boy and then I'll mail mine back. <laughs> and in six years we'll have made one trade. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, they're they're talking a little bit more about it. Um, you can actually create new games for the system. That's pretty um, fucking cool. Because they they've put out uh, so it, it has FPGA development with a second dedicated FPGA included specifically for developers to create and port using the analog's proprietary hardware and scalers. Um, it also has a built-in digital audio workstation called NanoLoop, which has a synthesizer and a sequencer designed for music creation and live performance. You can even compose and play live using the Analog Pocket. Uh, it's coming in 2020 and will cost approximately $200. Um, we don't know for sure about... it. Does There's a thing that you can get with it that's like a dock right. that allows you to Bluetooth in a speaker or something. And, yeah. um, they have a little render of it on the Game Informer article. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the same concept. Uh, you can USB-C to HDMI and plug it into your TV to play if you want to. So the dock just kind of frees up that port, so you don't have to use the same thing. But the question uh, like is, said, Bluetooth controller in is two hundred bucks a bit spicy? Yes, for that. 
I think that's well, these guys, well spicy. They do make, um, like, when the, when they say premium, like, the, the other consoles were a lot more expensive, too. But the reason for that is that it plays the shit natively. Like, right, right. Um, the, the difference to not emulate, so we've heard in the past of, you know, various emulation discussions that emulating basically makes the cost, uh, well, hardware cost. Um, you have to put in about, what is it? It has to be like five times more powerful than the original thing to emulate it or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that can definitely be a major hindrance. Like, um, my question is, this thing plays Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Why wouldn't you just buy a Game Boy Advance for $35 and play all those games anyway? Why would yeah, you spend you lose the resolution, you lose the upscaling features and shit like that, but that's pretty much it. But sure, like, what is it gonna, like, how upscale can you make Tetris, you know what I mean? It's a good question. I mean, I... You'd have to, I'd have to see some stuff running. playing it natively, so it's gonna play whatever the cartridge is telling it. Correct. Well, yeah, I mean, there is the fact that the cartridge graphics were actually better than the system was able to put out. Sure. And that's why a lot of these old games actually upscale really nicely. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to see some fucking shit running before I go throw down $200 on a fucking Game Boy, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely definitely get you on that. Yeah. But it is kind of cool. Um, you know, it, it's, it's something very different. So if you're It's a really interesting that, uh, concept, I guess. Yeah, definitely. All right, um, so one of the other things that happened quite literally as soon as we got off last week's podcast was... Yeah, like always. Fortnite uh, had a fucking blowout and everyone was melting down. Um, Basically what happened is there was this black hole. So um, let me head over to our Twitter really quick so I can show this. So what happened was it looked like a fuck ton of like explosions were happening on one side of the map um no idea what that was about Mm. and it just stuff started exploding and then a meteor looked like it hit that corner of the map very cool which was like whoa and people were all of course in game still at this time Mm -hmm. and uh then some other things started happening some sounds started happening people are like just looking around, full speed. Nobody's shooting each other, and nothing like that. Yeah. And um, kind of like I guess when the cube first showed up or whatever. Right. We like got a lot of really good gameplay footage of people being like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. And then this rift showed up in the sky, and a rift is something you can go through like a portal. Mm. And like four red laser beams fanned out, came to a point, and it dropped this thing right in the middle of the fucking map. And when it hit. It created this, like, dome bubble, and it pushed everybody back. Everyone went flying back, and they're floating in the air. Mm-hmm. And then from that rift, you saw, like, a meteor with, like, six or seven looking pod things coming down mm-hmm. toward that bubble where it struck. The meteor strikes the top of this dome bubble and starts trying to push its way through while these little, mm-hmm. like, missiles kind of move away from the explosion. And then once yeah. it pushes through, the meteor strikes, a spray of color, everyone went flying back even further, and then an implosion started to happen. And oh, it started to pull cool. everybody in. And the first thing you see is like a swirl, and the map starting to get sucked in on itself. Mm-hmm. And all of the people just start getting fucking ripped into this black hole that was created in the middle of the map. That's so fucking cool, dude. 
live. By the way, still live. People are still playing yeah. this. And then it goes to like a point, and it looks like a TV shuts off, and you just see mm-hmm. a dot in the middle of the screen. It starts to flicker. Very good. And then a ring just shows up. Um, and it was probably about a day and a half of a ring. And at one point, the ring just started zooming out, and you could see like a galaxy. Yeah. And then uh, the game kicked back on, started showing a cutscene. That galaxy that you could see was a reflection in water. Damn. And a foot, a foot steps in the water, and it pans back, and you see these characters walking across some area we've never seen before. One of the guys is really like gooey looking. He kind of looks mm-hmm. like um, what was that movie? Uh, Osmosis Jones. Hell yeah! He looks like the gooey guy. Um, God, I love Osmosis Jones. And uh, yeah, you know the guys all look a little bit different. The area looks different. There's a, a like a chemical, uh, like a reactor dumping chemicals into the water. The gooey mm. guys drinking the water anyway it doesn't matter. There's like nice. a mountainous uh, frozen area, um, and then they're like the only four people here. And then they look back and they hear the bus coming. The fucking Fortnite bus. Battle bus? Yep. And then people just start piling out of this bus into this new area. There's a beach area. Like I mentioned, the reactor good. area. There's a little bit of a industrial area. A lot of water. You can swim mm-hmm. now. There's boats. Um, what else? Uh, there's um, a new gun. It's a healing gun. Mm. So you can go rescue somebody That's And someone else can shoot you with the healing gun To help if you're taking damage Yeah, um, yeah Kind uh, of allow a guy to like Sort of run like force through Stuff that normally would have stopped you Right um, It's interesting Yeah just a lot of new things You can tell they're playing with This, uh, this world And they've dubbed it Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 1 uh, so mm-hmm. this would technically be season 11 They've cut it at 10 Boom, we're going Smart. into chapter 2 um, yeah, so I, I wonder map. if this is Something we're going to see every 10 That would be, that'd be smart um, And it does show how fucking low Their dick swings By shutting mm. off their game for like 25 hours Yeah, like literally it was unplayable Like if you like logged in You just saw this, this you know, Galaxy logo Or whatever, yeah. so it's like You know, people were like Legitimately thinking that the game had been shut down like it was over and people are like what about i just spent money on this and like imagine being able to get away with that (laughs) yeah there's no fucking way ever that well like typically the whole goal is that you want to be pushing as much content at all times as possible right so like you want as many players engaged with your shit at once as you can you want people engaged for as long as they can right you want to keep them for you know hours not minutes right and they're like straight up. We'll just turn our game off for two days. And because I mean, it's like you were gonna fuck up the servers anyway. So it's not like <laughs> yeah, you know, it's they they knew what they were doing. It was an intelligent thing to turn it off when they did. But still, I can't believe they could do it. And more so with that being the decision that they made, I didn't hear a single problem with the game when it turned back on. Yeah, nothing. Because they fucking they took their time to get it all stable first. There it was. Like that's unheard of to have a, a, a online launch, launch go well. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. And people are like, oh, it's so stupid that they turned the game off. Why would they turn the game off? It's that's genius. just losing money. I'm like, that's fucking genius. What are you talking about losing well, money? Well, I guess they could have, like, 
just doubled the total amount of server space they have so they could just flip you over when they were ready. But then that's a but, massive waste of money. But no, it would <laughs> For no reason. It would have been it would have been the same old same old. It would have been yeah. oh okay, cool. Let's move right Oops, along. Oops, we're we're uh, flipping oop we uh, forgot we didn't update this server. Uh this one's not cooperating for some reason. So yeah, they just but, took their time to fucking do it right. But making people wait is was the best thing that they could do. Mm-hmm. You know what happened the next day when I walked into work? People were talking about Fortnite. People who don't play Fortnite. Right. There were there were like moms talking about it like, "Oh, my kid's freaking out about Fortnite." Yeah. That's free publicity for them. 100%. And on top of that, people like fucking Lady Gaga was, was talking about Fortnite. Yeah, Lady Gaga commented, what's Fortnite? Boom. And then Ninja, like, commented and said, hey, uh, you know, I'd be really interested to, like, show you some Fortnite. I play over on Mixer, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, who are you? Yeah, what's Which is Ninja? very good. Boom. That Who's is Ninja? so much fucking publicity. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. I mean, that's, that's something that you can't... Well, obviously you can, but it's something we typically don't see manufactured. Like, right. Fortnite is just in the zeitgeist. Like, people just know what Fortnite is. Yeah. Straight up. It's a, it is a household name now. Yeah. Like, when your parents God, I love the blob guy. What for, yeah, he's so good, isn't he? It, yeah. it almost makes me want to play it, just to unlock the blob guy. Just to, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, exploring the map could be fun, too, I guess. But... Um, but yeah, they've I'm nailed like, it. I mean, it, they've one hundred percent done what they want to do. Yeah, the name is in people's mouths that it normally isn't. Mm-hmm. That's a complete win. You can't you can't do any better than that, honestly. Yeah. Um, and they're already the you know, pretty much the undisputed champion of, uh, like battle royale. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. it, it it is what it is, and they're that for a good reason. Like, look at the innovations that they're bringing to their game. Mm-hmm. There it is. Not much more to say about... Uh, it's fascinating. You know, something that we started playing, it was a completely different game. Right, yeah. So, and actually a game that I, I liked it more in that version, but, you know. Yeah. Shit no, changes. I, I, mean, I, I liked it, too. I, I think this is a fun extra mode. I wish they would focus, do a little bit more on um, on the other front. But but I understand. That other, that other front's not yeah. making them Anything. fucking more money than they know what to do with. Right. So much money that they can comfortably More shut money down their God. server. Yeah. Really. So, um, you know. So, I mean, kind of keeping on that same role, basically. Uh, speaking of people that have more money than God and an insane player count, uh, League of Legends is celebrating its 10-year anniversary. Damn. And uh, Riot, the uh, you know people that make the games, basically took this as an opportunity to go ahead and pop that big dick out. And um, they've announced seven new games and game modes. And then there's an additional two that they're not ready to talk about yet. Right. Who can just come out and announce seven games? That's big. I mean, it's so weird coming, especially from Riot, which, you know, famously has one game. (laughs) Like, Wait, seven games or seven game modes? Yes, to both. So it's seven different games with different... Well, th- so, okay, well, we'll just break them all down here. So, um, they announced uh, something they've been working on for a long time, which is the mobile, mobile version. Is it the mo- uh, Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm trying to keep them as obvious and expand out slowly so it's kind of semi-understandable because the shit's pretty dense. But, um, so they're making... So the core League of Legends MOBA, you know, 5 versus 5, 3 versus 3... 
you're in an arena, each person goes to their zone, and they play in a certain prescribed play style. Sure. That version of the game is coming to mobile and consoles mm-hmm. uh, in a kind of an alternate version because the the core game just can't work because it's it has to be played on PC, basically. Yeah. Um, it's just there. I don't know how you would make it work because it relies on mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. But um, you know that's that's where they're starting from. Um, so that is called uh, Wild Rift. So that's one game coming to, uh, like I said, uh, console and mobile. Uh, so they certainly have, uh, they currently have the sort of alternate way to play, which is called uh, Team Fight Tactics, which is the um, basically um, what am I trying to say here? It's the uh, like Dota Underlords or Auto Chess is what I was trying to say. It's the ah. it's their version of Auto Chess. Okay. Um, so that's coming to mobile. So that's two. Um, they're working on a card game, which they're saying they want it to be more accessible than Hearthstone. Yeah, that that's one. their like main goal, apparently. Runeterra, Legend of Runeterra. Yeah, Legends of Runeterra. That's... So that's the third thing. And Grim did, I think, briefly get to check this out. That's cool. Uh, Friday. Nice. I don't know if he got to play it, but he definitely got to see some gameplay. Uh, okay. Yeah, you probably should have got back in there a little bit, but correct. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they got the the uh, card game coming, and let's see. That is, I imagine that'll be mobile, right? Uh, yeah, um, I, I, you would hope so. So PC and mobile, uh, twenty twenty. Um, so yeah, I talked about Wild Rift. Now I'm just going down the row here. Uh, so they're working on a fighting game in the League of Legends universe. So this was we heard that they had acquired this fighting studio. Um, yeah, we had talked about so, this previously. Yeah, this is this is the outcome of that, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what they're working on. It is what people thought a you know League of Legends um, combat game. So that's four. Mm-hmm. They announced a hero shooter. Yep. Which is not set in the League of Legends universe. It's its own, you know, that seems a different thing. Which no, I think it's smart because they don't have enough characters that it would make sense. Really? Um, League of Legends doesn't have enough characters? Well, they have, like, maybe ten total characters with guns. Well, there you go. I mean, they don't so, all need guns. They can, you know... That's they true. They, I mean, if we look at, like, or, Blizzard or whatever. Yeah. But I think this is just them saying... Uh, they just have so much stuff already in the works that they don't need to do that with League of Legends. They want to try to... I think this is their tester to branch out into a new um, franchise. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Which is also smart. Right, so they're going to say, like, okay, we know how to do League of Legends, and we can prove that mathematically, right? right. So we're going to go ahead and see what we can do that's not League of Legends and put it somewhere that we can just drop it if it doesn't work, right? Right. Um, so that is, what, did I, what was that at? Six. Um, they announced a rotating mode coming to Teamfight Tactics, which is um, basically it's like a, they're, they're going to add, like, seasons, basically, to Teamfight Tactics. So nothing unusual or crazy there. Um, they announced a new hero that's going to join the game. So nothing, mm-hmm. again, nothing really crazy there. Uh, they announced a League of Legends esports manager game, where you're basically doing like football manager, where you manage an esports team. I don't know what to even fucking say about this. Uh, yeah. It's the fucking weirdest thing. But it's like I can 100 percent see how that would work, and this is the first sure. of its kind, as far as I can tell. Um. So yeah, it yeah. could be something really interesting. I don't really know what to think of it just yet, but 
certainly it's an original idea, right? Um, and does that wrap out pretty much everything that they're working on? Well, they additionally have oh, fuck. Uh, a game that is called Project F. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is a porn game. No. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it is a... F stands for frog. So what they've said is, quote, explores the possibility of traversing the world of Runeterra with your friends. Uh, people are thinking that it's a Diablo-like with the League of Legends characters. Huh. Based on this one screenshot that we have. This single screenshot of Correct. a character jumping from ledge, jumping down um, from a higher ledge to a lower ledge on a grassy right. platform with some gold enemies with shields. Oh, I remember what the other thing was. Um, they announced an animated television show. God damn! <laughs> Why not? Right. This is this might be too much. Too much. <laughs> this might be too much for one. I agree. Like, what'd they do? Just go? Oh, today's fucking Thursday. Let's go ahead and tell everyone. Right. Our I mean, it, you know, it was it was as a part of their um, their like tenth anniversary thing. They were showing like the stats of the game and how far they've come and like early builds and what they've done to change things. And then they're like, Oh, and here's everything else we're doing. Right. And this game informer article does have some good stuff on it. You can pre-register for, um, the wild league of legend, wild rift mobile, uh, version mm-hmm. here as well as the, um, mobile version of legends of Runeterra. Oh, Runeterra. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm signed up for all three of those, the mobile game, um, the team fight tactics mode and the wild rift mode. Um, cool. those are like, like you said, they're all available already. So I went ahead and got on board for all of them. Why not? Nice. But yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, it's kind of, I, I mean, a lot of really unexpected stuff. Um, so pretty cool. And then we've got some more announcements and also unfortunately some delays to some get delays. to. Yeah. Let's go ahead and fucking keep on keeping on. Yeah. So I'm also really excited for the, this is like, um, Grimm's current week, but my future week. <laughs> right. Which is kind of funny. Um, so they went ahead and announced something that I've been literally dreaming about every day in a, in a, like a dizzyingly confusing manner. You've yelled about um, this at least once, uh, every single I've done it on week. the podcast. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I like wake up in a cold sweat and I'm like, <gasps> <gasps> Crusader Kings three, they're fucking doing it. So your boys are um, doing it. They went ahead and uh, at uh, right now the Paradox Con is going on, mm-hmm. which is I don't know, weird. Kind of yeah. But Imagine if I mean they have BlizzCon I guess, which is on a similar scale, but Blizzard is just so much larger yeah. that it seems more fair to do a BlizzCon than it does to do a PDX Con. But there you go, um, they're doing it. Bad boys on the loose. Uh, Crusader Kings Two is free on Steam right now. If you hate yourself, yeah. Um, and uh, we're gonna see. Um, you know, some more... They've, they've announced a couple of DLCs for other stuff that I don't really think is notable. Uh, let the trailer continue playing after the uh, coming 2020 because it actually shows some gameplay. Oh, good. But, um, yeah, they're basically... Uh, they've really taken, I think... Hmm, it's kind of tough. I'm, I need to describe this very carefully because people that like Paradox games are a very particular group of fans. Um, they've taken what... So they know what Crusader Kings is, and they didn't have to really alter it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty much... It was made once, and it's done at that point. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so they've taken not the advice of their core group of fans, but in fact taken advice of kind of games reviewers and regular people and said, you know what? We're not going to do 
Um, we're not just going to make the game with better graphics. We're actually going to uh, make the game a lot more accessible and easier to play, mm. which a lot of fans don't want, which I think is... It's, it's one of those things, we talked about this, I think Crusader Kings was something I referenced when we were talking about, like, the Dark Souls, like, difficulty phenomenon that's happened. Right. Where, like, every game thinks it has to be the hardest thing known to mankind, or else it's not interesting. Right, right. And I think that's a mistake. I think, in general, um, with when we talk about things like, um, you know, if we, uh, if we talk about... Um, Dark Souls, or I think the one I got hung up on was Sekiro. Yes. It, it really is just gatekeeping to say, hey, we're not going to make an easier-to-play mode on this, right? Like, 100%, they're just saying, if you have... Like, I think the, the main point that is a really good point of argumentation is basically that, like, there's no alternate control scheme. If you're disabled in any way, you can't play this game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a fair argument that's, like, it's, the game is inaccessible. You really can't talk a lot of shit on that because it's just a fact. But then there's an alternate question of should we make this game easier to play just for people that are dumb and not fans, right? Which is my right. problem. So, like, um, and I, I've said this online several times, too, where, like, they talk about people are, you know, Paradox will post something on, like, Facebook page or whatever talking about something about Crusader Kings 2. And then I'm like, straight up, we just need to move along to Crusader Kings 3. We need to make it easier to parse. We need to make it more accessible for people. Because this is not a game that I can get into, right? I just I've tried with Crusader Kings two. I've spent hours. I've spent so many hours that Steam won't let me refund it. <laughs> well, and you know what I mean. Like yeah. I've played it a lot to try to get into it, and I've done what people recommend to do the easy modes. You can go to Ireland, and it's a lot easier because you're on like a the other Irish like kings are not particularly powerful, and it's kind of hard to get to Ireland, so. It's not like you're going to be invaded by the Holy Roman Empire or something, right? Mm. Um, you basically just get to just you get to chill out. Um, but even then, it's it's really not an easy game to play. I mean, um, you know, every time I post something that's like, "Hey, we need to make this game easier," like I just get completely roasted by these fucking Norwegian dorks that think they're like <laughs> cool because they know how to play a fucking obscure strategy game. But it's like, like I'm trying to make you money, dude. Like. Paradox is not going to survive selling the same game for 20 years to the same group, right? Right, right, right. yeah. They're going to just drop off. They're gonna yeah, they're keep... very clearly, we can tell that Paradox is trying to expand into a larger company. They're doing a lot more publishing. Um, they, they have more games coming out. Uh, they're trying to put them out at a faster frequency. Mm-hmm. And really, their only competitor is Total War at this point. Like, um, I, I don't even know who else you would put on that, like, like, grand strategy level yeah. like it's really just them and and the total war studio uh creative assembly so i think it's really smart that they're trying to streamline it a little bit i'm gonna try to get a little bit more into the uh Imperator, uh rome game that they released somewhat recently on games pass um i'm gonna try to get into that a little bit more because i've heard that one's a lot easier to play um but people didn't like it because it wasn't as interesting because it's like oh you're rome and you steamroll everyone <laughs> Yeah, like the end, but um, you know, I, I think that the idea there—that's like, you know, let's get more people on board, let's expand our market, let's see what more interesting stuff we can do. I don't, 
ever see that as being a negative. Um, and these are really cool games, really interesting. There's not a lot you can compare to them. And even like Total War is not a fair comparison. Like, um, they're definitely doing something very different. Uh, and it's a lot more roleplay based. So I, I think Crusader Kings 3 could be kind of a watershed moment where um, Paradox Development Studio goes from those guys that make those obscure, like really like cult favorite um you know grand strategy games to like they're a household name right 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 so I'm, I'm super excited for that um i've been a big fan for a long time uh theoretically but i just can't play the damn game <laughs> so it's i mean try to now that it's free just go load up crusader kings 2 and just try to do anything the, the the uh tutorial doesn't tell you how to do shit <laughs> That's when funny. you load up the game, you have like 76 things. Like, the only way to play this game is you have to immediately pause when you load in and go like set all your shit to like prepare and then unpause. And it's going to be like an hour. Ooh. It's extremely specific type of game, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think a really interesting, cool, you know, game and concept and everything. So I'm hoping that this is what I want because I can see myself spending a couple hundred years on this game. I wish I knew what the fuck was happening because this guy's whittling shit and then he drops a fucking snake up in this baby's... uh, Oh, it's like a big thing that... uh, So basically in Crusader Kings 2, you'll like set up your kingdom or whatever and due to some like old laws or whatever, like your son will be the inheritor to your kingdom, right? Right. And... It turns out your son is just a complete dipshit idiot and everybody hates him. <laughs> so, like, if your son takes over, there's going to be a civil war and your fucking kingdom's going to fall apart, right? Right. So it's like, I don't know, dude, but, like, my second son is, like, really smart and cool. Or even more interesting is when it's like, okay, my second son, I married him off to whatever family over here, so he's no longer in my line of succession. My third son, I made him into a bishop, so he can't get married and have kids and he can't hold lands. My fourth son is really cool and everybody loves him. So now I have to try to lead an assassination plot against my oldest son. <laughs> and you'll like set up like, okay, me and like my like master of secrets, like my spy lord, yeah. are like conspiring to take down my oldest son because he's an idiot and everybody hates him. But my <laughs> oldest son is also my like main general because he's very strong and like people are afraid of him. So, like, my assassin, which is, uh, like, the person that tried to assassinate him was, like, my fucking, one of my, like, lower tier, like, military leaders. But he got caught by my son's honor guard, and he, like, squealed, so now my son knows that I'm trying to kill him, so he's declaring a civil war against me. Jesus Christ. (laughs) But, like, my youngest son, who's also really beloved by the common people, uh, like, the regular people are rising up to defend, like me and my youngest son from my oldest son who's now declared a civil war so now I have all these like peasant brigades everywhere and like my son's like leading the bulk of my army against me so everybody like meets on this giant battle and then that's recorded forever in history the battle of the green fields or whatever the fuck like it's so cool like theoretically it's just so fascinating and interesting and it's like these are the stories that you tell yourself when you're playing like Age of Empires or something Uh that's like you know, but it's got just so much room. Like, the engine is so powerful, and there's just so much going on, like, with in the rules and everything, that you can get these insane scenarios to play out. And then sometimes, like, 
you'll lead an assassination plot against your like master of the horse in the castle or whatever and like he survives and knows that you tried to kill him but his position is good enough that he doesn't want to give it up so he stays as your master of horse and you can't fire him due to some like obscure role or whatever so it's like fuck dude I wonder what the odds are that this guy's trying to assassinate me now (laughs) it's like it's just a crazy game with like crazy shit going on and it's it's like a fucking fantasy novel generator good so i mean like it's something that i really want to be into but it's like currently i just enjoy it by watching other people play it because it's so fucking obscure Jeez. so all right I, i'm really excited for it to simplify a little bit and i swear to god i will kill my son <laughs> it's the last thing i do look out all right um coming for you coming to get you big guy you um bitch uh, and in, I guess, sad, bad but also news, everybody but forgot news? about it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Divinity, uh, uh, Larry and Studios, the guys behind Divinity Original Sin, uh, soon to be Baldur's Gate three, and soon to be Baldur's Gate three, have uh, put an indefinite hold on Divinity Fallen Heroes to continue to develop yeah. Baldur's Gate three. So it's good and it's bad. Um, right. So. Uh, you know, in, in a joint statement, it was on October 15th, um, they said that both uh, organizations wanted to make it clear that the game isn't canceled. It's just not happening. It's just not <laughs> happening. Um, so, yeah. it looks like if it is going to come out, it'll be after Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. Um, originally. Yeah, so, um, basically the like beef here is that um, another studio, which is uh, what Logic Solution? Logic Artists. Mm-hmm. was working on the Divinity Fallen Heroes. That basically, Larian gave him the license to make. It's like a tactical... Um, it was going to be like a 30-hour game, cooperative mode with two characters. I'm trying to see where it was exactly. Um, it was going to be like a tactical uh, hero-based game. Yeah, I uh, Logic <laughs> artists are the guys that make the Expeditions games. So they made like a really good turn-based RPG, Expeditions Viking. So I think it was a really good matching like a between good the two. To, yeah. Um, unfortunately, we're just not going to see it um, for a while. It's basically Larian's going to finish Baldur's oh. Gate three, and then they'll either find a studio to take over Divinity Fallen Heroes or do it themselves after um, after they're done with uh, Baldur's. Baldur's Gate. Yeah. So. I mean, they do. Larian has like three or four studios. In fact, there's uh, one in Dublin. I've been keeping a sharp brown eye on. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't so, know if you see anything good over there. Yeah, they could potentially, you know, get into it mm-hmm. uh, and just have their their kind of branch studios they've been building up over the years. But you know, their first priority, and they really wanted to make clear to fans, number one priority is we're getting Baldur's Gate three done the Fuck best yeah. of our ability. Fuck right? yeah. Oh. Which you've got to do. Like, imagine no, if you, yeah. you piss you, off Baldur's Gate fans, it's over for you, hoes. Yeah. As soon as you piss off the Baldur's Gators. Like, like even that first trailer, fully torqued. So good, yeah. Mother of God, they... Had like, me screaming. They touched on, like... is very specific. Like, have you ever just felt like you watched something and you're like, oh, that, that was specifically for me? Yeah. They made that for me. That was exactly how I felt. Right. So good. Um... But, you know, I don't think it's going to bum anyone out to say, hey, Larian is focused on Baldur's Gate Yeah, 100%. Um, like, they're like, yeah, we're going to actually do this perfect. Yeah. We're not going to fuck <laughs> Is that cool with everybody? Perfect. And everybody's like, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, you weren't going to do that to begin with? And they're like, no, we were. We were. We're just going to do it, like, better now, though. We're going to really do it perfect, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, really, though, but, like, yeah, really good, though. So, hell yeah. Uh, Not much more to really say about it. You know, it's just... Hell yeah. I mean, we're not getting something from Larian, like, super soon now. We thought we were getting something in November. Um, but, but did we? Because I feel like everybody in the world forgot about this game. <laughs> right. Because it was announced, I think, before Original Sin 2 came out on consoles. I don't think... I don't think It's been a hot minute. I, I don't think it's something that, um, that people were clamoring for, but it's something that would have surprisingly came out. We would have announced it on the show, and then... You know, that coming, like... Yeah, like, a week later, be like, oh, wait a minute, this was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, like, oh, damn, cool, yeah, let's go get that. Um, Exactly. But, yeah, uh, I I think that's a solid bit of good news. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about Thikachu and Faraday's Liquid Meowth. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited. We had a new Pokemon Sword and Shield trailer showing off some... uh, are there, ma- are there too many Pokemon Sword and Shield trailers? There are too many. There are well There's too many. They a fucking a lot. Much. Like, it should have been, like, a couple trailers, and then we're done. But no, this is our 99th trailer, um, and... And a bitch ain't one. Bitch ain't one. And we got Thikachu. Mm. Oh, look look at him all in Dude, his Gen 1 he glory. is just wide as fuck, and that tail's got more zigs than you could ever zag in your fucking life. Look at that If ass. you had a hundred years, you could never zig that ass that much. Uh-uh. Zag ass, though. Um, so, mm, he was mm, one mm. Thikachu doing some badass fucking Damn. electrical paralysis. Um, then they next showed Gigantamax Eevee. Uh, super Puff Eevee. Yeah, they Double like, puffed, double stuffed Super Puff Eevee. G-Max Cuddle is their new move. Yeah, well, a lot of the moves have G-Max in the name. I think that is I implying like that. that using it, like, expires your character, kind of like a summon in Final Fantasy or something. It's kind of... It's weird. More like G-String. Right? Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of like a ruffle around his neck. We got Charizard um, with... I don't know. Very weird. Looks uh, like Ganon. Yeah. Looks like Ganon <laughs> with the diamonds on his dick. Yeah, the art Diamond really just doesn't... Ganon. It doesn't imply Pokemon to me. It implies Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Um, and then they showed off uh, Butterfree, who has, like, fucking mm-hmm. Venomoth wings. Really, really big uh, green and white wings. Yeah, I think they're going for Mothra. Yeah. Fuck yeah, um, let's see. Mon Mothma. Searfetched is hilarious. That we, we yep. Of course, we already knew about that. Um, and there were a few more. Uh, the one was a... Uh, I think it's like basically a pre-order bonus for a special special long Meowth. Just has like yeah. a super long torso. Yeah, what's the symbol on his head? It looks kind of terrifying. It looks like a it, village hidden and getting fucked up by a giant cat. Leaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a village hidden in leaf. You know what I'm talking about, bro? Um, but yeah, I love that his tail is normal length. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> they, they didn't know what to do. They're like, how do we make a giant meowth? Well, what, we can make him fatter. He's just no, really no, 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 long. no. We can't make him fatter. Uh, Pikachu's already fat. All right, all right. Fuck. Um, what if we? It'd be funny if, if he was so tall that his head was in the clouds. 
Okay, okay, I like that. But what are we doing with that midsection? I don't know. Stretch it out. Who cares? Stretch it. It looks like cat We're dog in folks. the middle. He does actually. It looks like cat dog in the middle without the dog butt part. <gasps> he literally just keep going. I want to make cat. What if uh? What if like Growlithe is also super long and they can combine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, just some weirdness. Um, as well, if you guys don't know, po- on the Pokemon Go front, we do have um, the like holiday event. I haven't been playing for a while, but they do have the Halloween stuff. You can get a, uh, I think it's yeah, the a, Halloween a, stuff is like a Mimico uh, Pikachu. Like a, yeah, Pikachu in a Mimikyu outfit, which is just adding insult to injury. Yeah, um, like, just give us the one that we want. The um, the thing is the same as last year, where you get the Spirit Bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another yeah. There's like a three stage quest or whatever to get another spirit on, which is cool because mine is fucking horrible. It's the exact same. Yeah. Exact same quest line. It's just yep. you have a chance to get another. Just one. a new year number on the back, basically. Yeah. Oh, which is probably smart. I mean, you don't want to exclude anybody from that, so, so I get it. Let us know what you guys think of Sikachu and Long Meowth. Mm. Meowth, when you stretch a Meowth, it becomes a ferret. Basically, uh, yeah. He's now like a uh, centret. <laughs> That's what happened when Meowth's mom was a centret and his dad was a like a one of the fathead Persians. Oh yeah. All right. Fun, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, last story of the day. Um, talking a little bit about Fallout seventy six and their um, like an- human NPC. Uh, mm-hmm. Characters that were supposed to be uh, dropping on in. Um, it looks like that is supposed getting, to be. <laughs> it looks like that is getting the old delay. Um, mm-hmm. They're delaying it, uh, delaying its release until the first quarter of 2020. Um, I do like. Th- I mean, people do kind of shit on this game, and I get it for good reason. Um, yeah, there's definitely shittable offenses in this game, but. but- it's doing something that is really cool. It's really mm-hmm. cool to be able to play a Fallout game with your friends. The way that this has been yeah. um, executed, where it's this other thing and competitive. They should have just put Borderlands, made a like Borderlands version of Fallout, where you can play. Yeah, with, just make it a little funkier. Not even four people. Make it two people. Make it so yeah. one of your friends can join you on your adventure. Yeah. You can drop in, drop out of each other's world. That would have been perfectly adequate. Yeah, but um, this is what we got, and I still think this is fine. It's just, in the beginning, it was missing quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of cool hidden things in this world for Fallout, uh, Appalachia. It's just, people aren't seeing it, you know? Yeah. Because they're yeah. not playing it. They're... they're they're jaded by, you know, what they, uh, you know, what they well, ultimately yeah, they either... think. Like, for me, it was a bad intro. Like, the, uh, what did we do, the beta mm-hmm. really did not have anything that caught me. Um, you know, the, I don't know, the, the early launch was really rough. Um, they, had a, they had a big debacle about, like, pre-order bonuses not coming in correctly and shit. So, like... I got that back. It was just... Yeah. It was just very, very bad PR, like, right out the gate. Oh. Yeah, yeah. On top Definitely. of a game that I think, regardless of how good it is, like, it was not what people want. It very much reminds me of, like, Mass Effect Andromeda, which is, like, this is not what people wanted, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, and it doesn't really matter if it comes out good because people are never going to give it a chance to be good or bad because they didn't want it. Right. But it, so like that does do something cool for the for the game in general, which I know it's mm-hmm. kind of shitty to say there is a little bit of a silver lining, is right. that the fan base of the game is generally really cool. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have those shitty people who are like, you know, in the oh, playing yeah. it for the, you know, fifth time going, oh man, this game's trash, or, you know, oh, you suck dick at this game. You know, it's just people who play it, they've been playing probably since day one, and they're looking at that upside. They're looking at the glass half full. Like, hey, look where it's come. Look at what we're you know seeing happening now right um and uh yeah i I don't know i think i think after this uh npc launch i think i'm gonna probably hop back into it again Mm -hmm. just Just give another look yeah i want to see i want to see how these npcs look and i want to see how they feel and um how it changes the world because the world the world's very lonely and Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. And Which is intentional. Is intentional. Um, you know, you have your people that you can play with. But generally, um, it is very standoffish. Like, mm-hmm. what is this person going to do? Yeah, if you see another human, they're probably going to fuck your shit up, like in Rust. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they did change it. Like, you can kind of set your stuff to, hey, I want to be fucked up, or no, I don't want to be fucked up. Right. Which is smart. Yeah. Good change. So, um, but that still doesn't, you know, stop them from... You know, coming in and, like, shooting up your property or something like Correct. that. Correct. Which is kind of annoying. Um, but they did set a feature that, you know, you just spend some s- spare scrap parts and it fixes everything mm-hmm. immediately. That's cool. Um, so it's cool Again, stuff. this is a game that I really want to go just kind of dig into once it dies down a little more and just do, like, a single player run of it. Right. Yeah. Which I feel like I want to do that a lot and it doesn't usually happen, but that's right. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've played this with... I played it with a decent amount of people for a pretty long while, um, mm. and it was and it was good. Um, I've still been playing it. I haven't been playing it as much recently, um, but yeah, it, it, it'll pick it'll pick back up. They've added some cool stuff like vending machines that you can put outside of your house that you can put things that you want to sell for a predetermined mm. price. Yeah, yeah. So kind of become cool. a impromptu trader. Yeah, um, it opens trader up Joe's. since there's less people in the game to sell stuff to boom mm-hmm. now there's you can sell literally to the other people in the world put that right. unused ammo That's cool. or blueprints for things or you know whatever um mm-hmm. and yeah i mean that kind of stuff yeah, it, i like that just a lot good. yeah but you do have to play in a world with other people to make that happen because their stuff right. doesn't exist without them in the game right. um yeah so uh Kind of sucky, but I do have to give them kudos for holding off on something rather than releasing something that's unfinished. Yeah, because they certainly, like, I think, put the game out too soon, probably. Probably. Like, they probably could have done with some more bug testing and shit. Not that I heard it was particularly buggy, but... Yeah, I mean, Could have done with some additional polish. Um, So it's like, learning from their lesson, like, okay, we put this game out last time, we definitely got some, like, pissed off people saying... Hey, where's this? Where's that? This, I don't consider this complete because it doesn't have X, Y, Z. So we're gonna go ahead and add that in. Smart. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I do look at it as like the customer is, you know, usually right. Usually, mm-hmm. when it comes usually. to especially with video, you know, especially with video games, they know what they want. Mm-hmm. But when uh, a, a place ignores that and they go another direction, it, it can be for the better. 
It mm. definitely can be because it's tough, but it can be an improvement. There's two routes. To, you, you know, the customer is always right, or the other way you look at it. There's really no gray area. The customer mm-hmm. is always right, or the customer is a fucking idiot. Right. And well, that that's definitely true. It's the same on both sides. <laughs> it, it it both of those statements are true. Because the customer is paying money and they know what they want. And if you can't give them what they want, then they're going to go somewhere else. They're the not paying you money, right? Customer is wrong 99% of the time because they're fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I'm a customer, I'm an idiot. I, like, right. I try to be it's as It's just smart something as I takes can. over my body. I try to be as smart as I can about stuff by looking, you know, whatever it is up and seeing, you know, learning about it. But at the end of the day, how am I ever going to have as much information on something? That As the fucking I, dude that does it every that single day, it's his it. job. Yeah, it's literally yeah. his job. I'm not, like, so, the, yeah, that's why to be, I think, a smart customer, you have to ask mm-hmm. questions and not pass mm-hmm. judgment. Right. I think that's... Well, not pass judgment until you've dug into it. Because I'm, I'm sure, I mean, there's, you know, a lot of fans that's just like, well, I didn't want this, I didn't think I wanted it, and I didn't. Yeah. And they're, I mean, that's fine, right? That would be... But a, then at the same time... Yeah, that it's would like, be the definition of a smart customer. You know, someone who correct. took the time. Figured Good it luck out. finding one of those. Yeah. Good luck. But yeah, that <sighs> pretty much wraps everything up here um, for this week's show. Um, of course, as always, join us next week for this show. And uh, next week will be uh, the second part, which will be the final part to the main uh, series, you know, the main uh, story. For The Witcher mm-hmm. 3 over on our bi-weekly podcast, Story Mode. Um, right. So definitely join us for that. Um, you can uh, always keep up with us over on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. That's how you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. Um, yeah, and we do release some other informa- you know, some other news over there that we don't necessarily release on our standard uh, channel right. over on uh Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. But we do talk about pretty much everything that we talk about here. Talk about over there first. Um, so definitely uh, uh, get your opinions out there. Chat with us on the daily. We appreciate that. And don't forget, like I said, you can join us for this show if you're listening to the podcast every Sunday uh, bi-weekly. You can also join us right after that live show for the show that you're listening to now for our story mode. Um so uh, we will see you guys next week for Mammoth Games, Inc. I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. Have a good one.